Jalene and I have been co-workers for many years. Same company, different departments. But as our paths crossed over those years, I've always found her to be kind, always smiling, always gracious. But I've also been witness to her ups and downs. Her marriage to Sheldon and the loss of her mom. And I'm sure her mother would be proud of her for Jalene has been consistent and steady, a loving wife and mother. So when I saw her celebrate her 24th wedding anniversary, at a time when I had spoken to so many women who had lost love, I was excited to hear her story. So like two old girlfriends, we chatted about life, love, and servicemen. <laughs> so let's jump right into my conversation with Jeline. You're listening to Season 2 of Conversations with Kathy. The podcast for women who are looking for a place filled with honest conversations, tangible takeaways, and new perspectives on life, love, and everything in between. And I'm your host, Kathy Ann Roach. Let's jump right in. So, Jillian, thank you so very much for saying yes to have this conversation with me. You know, <laughs> I have actually no been problem. on this little quest to take note of the couples in my life who are having what we would call quote-unquote successful relationships. Not aside mm-hmm. from the fact that we know every relationship has its challenge, but when a relationship lasts for a long time, we have to say, hey, you know, this couple, they're doing something right. And I said, because I talk to so many women who feel uh, sad, who feel dejected who wonder if they're ever going to find one who thinks you know they're it's never going to happen there are no good men left in the world (laughs) (laughs) you know I think it's about time that I sprinkle a dose of inspiration into the mix or a dose of reality into the mix about what it takes to really have a long-lasting relationship and I'm really happy that you decided to say yes to have this conversation with me Sure, no problem. So I'm going to tell you I'm an open book. So feel free. You you're <laughs> open to ask me anything. If I can't answer, I will say no, Kathy. Yes. <laughs> but I will answer. Yes. As much as because I had a friend tell me when I told him about the interview, he said, hmm, you know, they will want to talk about stuff, but certain things will be off limits. And we want the truth of the matter. Because he asked me, he said, so I didn't interview me. I married for 16 years or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> but let's just start from the very beginning. You have celebrated 20, your 24th wedding yes. anniversary, right? Yes, yes. So let's start from the beginning. How did you guys meet? Okay, so I'm going to go backwards. So we're married 24 years. We've right. known each other since 1992. Okay. Got together in 94. And okay, I got married in 97. Yes? Right. And we're going to go all the way back to the beginning. So I started this new job. And this new job, day after I started, there was an award ceremony. Mm-hmm. I went to the award ceremony and I was placed to sit in between two persons. One of them was him. Right. And we started talking. So first question, you have a boyfriend? Yes, I have a boyfriend. You have a girlfriend? Yes, I have a girlfriend. You know, but we communicated and we continued to be friends. We we started a friendship. I maintained the boyfriend. He maintained the girlfriend. Hmm. Somewhere along the line, things changed. Yes. So I have this motto and I have this thing that I keep emphasizing. You're single until you're married. Yeah. All right. 
And we got involved at a point where we were both still with someone, which is, I, I don't want people to think, oh, he's the horn, a man, and I am the horn. I'm not sure if I can use these words, right? Yes, yes. Understand. Um, the outside woman, no. Sometimes when we're with someone, we have to realize that's not the correct person that we're with. Right. So we got together in 94, and what happened is I was able to boost him in different kind of ways, encourage him to do what he really wanted to do in life. Yes. He wanted to join one of the services, and he was successful because of this push yeah. to join. And I stayed with him, and he went through his training, and that was 95 into 96. And then I never forget Olympics. Atto Bolden was running on July 27, 1997. He yes. asked me to marry him. Now, hear right. this, I give him a real hard time, you know. I said, <laughs> why must we go to dinner tonight? Yes. And he asked me to marry him. I said, yes. Now, here, I said no sometime before. Eh? Yes. I remember lying down and saying something, and two of us, he says, so you're going to marry me? And I said, no. What <laughs> make you feel I'm going to marry you? Yes. You know? And then a year later, we were married. So we got engaged in 96, and in 97, we got married. So I met him as a civilian, yes. but I married a soldier. Now, there's a lot of... Uh, taboo with marrying a soldier and, yes. and the surface personnel. Surface man. Surface man. <laughs> you know, there's a song, I think it's Dastra's a song, we don't want to, I don't want no service man. Uh, yes. <laughs> and he would tell you, he said, he would tell you one of the easiest way to pick up women was to put on his wedding ring yeah. and go on Frederick Street in his uniform. Yeah. And guess what? He would have a trail of women behind him. But he would tell you these stories. Yes. Because we met, because we were, got involved, how we got involved, we remained friends. And you see that aspect of it, friendship, yes. is the most important thing. If you have a best friend, do you ever want to lose that best friend? No. Just asking, you know, you never, mm. you don't want to lose a best friend. So it's always exciting to come home and tell him something or say something. So that is how we met. We met at work and we grew from there. So let me ask you about the friendship yes. aspect, though, because <laughs> some people may say, I trade in friendship for love and that sometimes at the end of love, the friendship is gone. We can't go back to friends. Is it that you both felt the same way in terms of how important it was to, to stay connected? What was the commonality, I guess I'm asking, between both of you? How much of it do you have to have to sustain a relationship this long? Commonality does not have to stick. And I'll tell you why. Friendship has to stick. Diversity right. is very important and you have to have an open mind about it. Simple. He supports Argentina. I support Germany. <laughs> he likes Carib. I like Stag. Right. Simple. Mm -hmm. So it doesn't have to be common. It has to be willing to work. It has to be a friendship. And then how do I put it over? We have to agree to disagree. We have to work at everything. I did not give up the friendship. Never. Mm -hmm. And I think that is what holds us together. That friendship. Mm -hmm. Yes, you became my lover, but the friendship always remained. So we always looked forward to coming and tell each other what was happening. There's my gossip buddy, you know. Yes, yes. <laughs> so you don't have to lose the friendship to become lovers. Mm -hmm. You have to maintain it. What do you, or what would you say was your first impression of him? He was miserable. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my first impression, I thought he was a good looking young fella, right? Um, right. I thought he was a little too fresh with himself, mm -hmm. honestly. And a little too forward, but hey, we got past that. Yes. That was my first impression of him. Yeah, okay, whatever. <laughs> but it, here it is. I have no secrets right now. I have no secrets because mm -hmm. he, along the way from when we met to when we got together, 
we became friends. So hear this. Mm-hmm. He used to drop me by the boyfriend, you know. Eh, eh. Right. So here, right. So he supported the relationship that you he were He supported. In. He knew what was going on totally. He would yes. be the one. When, when I got the broken heart, I would say, hey, you know what happened? And he'd say, okay. Somewhere along the line, he said, I remember him. When we did get together and he said, you'll trust again. You know, at some point you'll trust again. Right. And yes, I do trust again. Now, don't get me wrong. Eh? I don't trust 100%. Yeah. Don't fool yourself. Mm-hmm. But I do trust. Yes. Let me ask you a question about choosing. You know, there's a lot of conversation about choosing the right partner, mm-hmm. especially mm-hmm. for women. They kind of point the finger at women when a relationship doesn't go right to say you chose the wrong man. Mm-hmm. Is there such a thing as choosing or what's this process of choosing the right man? And not just from your perspective and your relationship, you would have seen other people in your life having challenges. How do you choose the right man <laughs> <laughs> what what is the right man so that is the question what is the I right, guess man? The right man for you we're talking about a man what who is isn't quote right. unquote going to cheat the right man who's going to keep his commitment and and be there everything that he promised to be he's going to be what are you willing to accept what is mm. your cho- so the right man for you may not be the right man for someone else right but in the same breath you need to look for somebody who is interested in so, okay, so I said commonality doesn't have to be, but they, we have to be interested and ambitious and moving forward at the yes. same pace. Right. Your pace can't be faster than mine. Even if it is faster than mine, I have to be willing to keep up with you. Yes. Mm-hmm. Or my pace, you can't be envious that I might be moving forward faster than you. And again, it comes down to working together. So choosing the right man, he doesn't have to be rich. Yeah. He doesn't have to be the most well-spoken person. Different things could happen. No, there also is the influence of family and friends. Mm -hmm. I will tell you honestly, my husband was not my first choice for my parents. Right. I came from a family that thought, well, okay, you married this in a certain direction. Mm -hmm. So when... What would be that direction? Um, The lawyer, the doctor, the... Candlestick maker. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. So when Shalyn and I first started going out, Shalyn used to have to drop me at the gate. I'm not Mm. lying to tell you. But he stuck with it. He never allowed me to disrespect them. He respected the fact that if I had to be home at a certain time, I had to be home. And guess what? I was a 20-something-year-old woman when Shalyn and me got together. But he respected that. And um, in so doing, you know, there's a Bible saying, you know, there's a saying that goes, the stone, the builder rejected becomes the cornerstone. Yes. Well, guess what? He became more than the cornerstone. Cornerstone, yeah. Because my parents accepted him so much that my mother had a business. He was on her account, not me. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah? Yeah. So, choice. We don't know. We don't know when it's going to hit us, but we have to be open to say, is this for me? Is this what I want? Does this person want the same things that I want later on? Now, Mm -hmm. I have to tell you about something that was very important and when we were on in the process of getting married, we're Catholic yeah. and we did this thing called engage encounter. Right. And what engage encounter did for us, it brought us head on to face some of the things that married couples face finances, right. mm-hmm. children, infidelity, mm-hmm. different things. Yes. So there were 22 couples there. Seven decided they weren't getting married right at that point. So another, that is another thing. 
you have to find people you can talk to. Don't just think that it's okay. Yes, I'm ready to get married because I'm so in love. That love disappears. Eh? You fall in yes. love over and over again. Yes. But that first initial love does disappear. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. we hate each other at times too. <laughs> I think this is what the happily ever after. We think we're going to find the one and you're going to mm-hmm. live happily ever after. You are not going to fight. You're not going to complain. You're not going to quarrel. And you're going to resolve every issue. And I That's think, a lie. Yeah. <laughs> I think we know that. We know that. But somewhere in the beginning, we still go into this fantasy of this is how it's supposed to be. And we expect that. But one of the things you also spoke about is knowing what your values are and whether they are the same. So did you guys have a list? Did you have a list in terms of what you were looking for in a man? And did he have a list in terms of what he was looking for as a woman? Or you just found your way together when you got together? We found our way together when we got together. But respect was always number one. Yeah. And he had respect for me and I had respect for him. Again, I'll come back to the persons that influence you have a part to play as well. So my parents yeah. were quite influential because I remember daddy a morning we were having breakfast. So I, for the first two years of our marriage, we lived with my parents right. and we were having breakfast mm. and I got really angry with Sheldon and I said things I should not have said. Yeah. Um, nobody said anything at the table. So when I left the table and I walked upstairs, daddy followed me. And daddy said to me, I need to tell you something. You are never, never to disrespect your husband in front of us like that again or in front of anyone. I said to him, okay, I hear you. I was really upset that daddy would tell me that because here it is. This is my daddy. Yes. (laughs) But he said, no, that, that would not work. I remember early again in the marriage, I went to my mom. And I would say, mommy, but Shalyn did this and Shalyn did that. And da, 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 da. And, you know, you, you, you're really upset. And sometime later, Shalyn walked in from work and, Shalyn, and mommy said, Shalyn, did you eat today? You want something to eat? Yeah. And I went like, are you mad? <laughs> so the support that tells you that you does not tell you that you're always right and tells you that you're wrong at times helps you along the way. The friends as well help you along. So you need to know if your friends are for you or not for you, which makes a big difference as well. That hits in a different way because, yes, if you're living in your parental space, you do expect that either they're supporting you, they're on your side versus him. And sometimes parents really do come between a couple and cause a wedge in a couple. And what what I'm hearing is that your parents actually did the opposite. And you mm-hmm. see, these are the takeaways that we can talk about what causes something to last, to have longevity versus mm-hmm. what doesn't. Because we know when parents are interjecting and, and being negative about the situation and what's happening, mm-hmm. it does cause these types of challenges in the end. Yeah. So, and mommy, and what mommy said to me, is she says, you have to find a way to work things out. Now, get, don't get me wrong. If there was any domestic violence or anything involved, I know they would have gotten involved. Of course. She said, you needed to find a way to work things out because at the end of the day, it is the two of you all that remain. Nobody else, just the two of you all that have to go forward. With with that being said, I'm going to go forward. You will ask, right? Mm -hmm. But I have children. I have two girls, as you know. And whilst they are our priority, we still see each other as first. Yes. Understand? 
and persons stay together because of the children. Yes. Staying together for children doesn't make any sense mm-hmm. because at the end of the day, these children are going to leave us. You, Shell and I need to know where we're going. So we find time still to do things alone. Yes. <laughs> without them. Yes. We love them to death. They wish they could be everywhere with us yes. and we take them everywhere. But <laughs> we have a, a commonality. That yes. is commonality where we 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 have the date night. Well, it's not really a date night, eh? but, you know, we just step out and find each other. So as simple as it is today, Shalyn is painting and I'm just sitting down out there with him painting. If I did not like him, I would not be doing that. <laughs> and you know Correct. that. <laughs> Correct. How do you guys deal with conflict? Oh, and how has it changed over the years? Because I assume <laughs> in the earlier stages, like you just spoke about what would have happened your dad had to pull you up, etc. Mm-hmm. I assume the conflict, the way you deal with conflict have changed over the years. Yes. So go back to the early days, two years into actually probably more than two years because I think Shania was a baby. Still, mm-hmm. I married a soldier. Yes. Their mouth, foul. <laughs> I used to take everything to heart. I used take everything personal i hated being cursed at yeah i remember a day he he lashed out at me not lashed but lashed in the sense of words right yeah and i didn't say anything i cried and then i picked up my daughter and i took my daughter and i put my daughter to sit down on the bed next to him our daughter sorry right yeah and i said to him i said i need to ask you something i said if i behaved in the manner that you behaved in how would you react and if someone spoke to your daughter the way you just spoke to me, yes. how would you react? And he looked at me and he said, well, I'm going to tell Shania, come, let's take mommy to the madhouse. Yes. yes. And um, he said, no, he wouldn't want that for her. Sheldon has never cursed me since that day. Yes. Understand? I have never cursed Sheldon either. Now hear this, don't get me wrong, eh? I just quarrel coming and going <laughs> round and round and round. <laughs> Round and round and round and round and round. Right. But I have never been disrespectful to him. Yes. The conflict that exists as for the small things. I think we get angrier for the small things than we get for the big things. The small things like, guess what? We are two different persons. Don't put street clothes on my bed. Yes. <laughs> right? Yes. And those are the things we argue about. But when it comes to the bigger issues, we really, really try to talk it through. We do yell and scream still, you know. I'll give you an ins- ins- um I still get jealous. And I say, why are you looking at this person? And he said, yes. are you foolish? Where am I going now, you know? Yes. Um, But he still gets jealous. He sees me on my phone still. He'll say, who are you talking to on the phone? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so conflicts. What other conflict is this? And there's a lot of conflict that takes place with the children as well. And this is where the value system comes in. Because... What he knows maybe was probably different from what I knew. And it's to mesh that. Everything's really meshing, you know, trying to come together, trying to say, do I want this? When I got married, I said, hey, this is a sacrament. Again, I'm Catholic. And I'm going to respect that sacrament and I'm going to work it through. Yeah. Again, I'm going to tell you, don't get me wrong. I would not have taken domestic violence. It was two things I said I was not going to accept in my marriage at any point mm-hmm. was domestic violence and infidelity. Yeah. I'm not going to look to find out if he was ever dishonest. I'm not going to look for it. I don't want to know. At this stage in my life, no. 
and domestic violence. No, I'm, I'm not going to tolerate it. Yeah. So don't go so, searching. Don't go searching for what you don't want. To, what you don't want. Yeah, what you don't want to deal with. Was there ever a time that you felt, okay, this is it. I'm done. This this argument has been the one. This is the deal breaker one. You know, I don't think we could make it. Or is it that that has to happen for a couple over a period, meaning over and over again before you get to that stage? Or was there this one moment that felt like, okay, that's it. I don't think I could do this. Did I ever feel like I can't do this? I can't say I never felt like I can't do this. No. I'm being honest. There's times I wanted to hit him and kick him. Oh, (laughs) there was a big argument. And um, I told him, get out of my house. I did. And he said, if anything hurt me, hurt him that had hurt him yeah and the house is not my house it's our house by the way yes but i said get out and he said that was the only thing that really hurt him um and i can't even remember what it was for now kathy i really can't yeah i can't yeah so but yeah but and then after that you have to find to come you have to come back together it's like wine curing so Mm -hmm. You fall in love, you fall out of love. You fall in love, you fall out of love along the way. Yes. I can't, I can't think of a major, major conflict. I think life situations have happened that have brought us closer together. Yes. Um, some of them would break persons, others, you know, I don't know. I know that you said you still keep the date night and the space. So we've talked about the struggles. Now let's talk about the joys. Let's talk about (laughs) how do you keep romance alive after 24 years? Do you still, do you bother? Do you say, look, this is me. I'm coming to bed with my head tie. You just need to deal with that. How do you you keep romance alive after 24 years? Well, fortunately for me, my husband likes smells. Mm-hmm. He likes to smell. So he likes you to smell really good. So I have maintained the smell mm-hmm. for life. He likes cleanliness. Mm-hmm. Again, that's maintained. He knows what I like. So he's not romantic, I buy the But his romantic, his romantic is that he can't keep a secret. So I have never gotten roses for Valentine's Day. And that right. doesn't make a difference to me. Mm-hmm. But in the middle of a month, I might get... I don't know, maybe what he might buy. I needed a blender. He'd buy the blender and I appreciate it. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I'm not even going to say like food or anything because food just comes natural, but he would find something that I probably want. Yeah. So that makes a difference. Romance, Harris, having two girl children and having an open door policies. Romance is very happy. (laughs) (laughs) What you try. So you actually sneak around 24 later, years later, you're still sneaking around. You were sneaking around when you were young. 24 later, years later, you're still sneaking around. Yes, we still, he holds my hands across the road. He, little things, there's still little things, you know. I said, he told me, um, you're looking, you're looking nice. Mm-hmm. You know, I always feel good. You're smelling good, you know. Yes. Okay, so there's just not just the romance, there's the pay for in kind. <laughs> you understand? Pay for in kind. So if I do something to help you, I'll pay for it. Yes. Point, you, know, so. you pay for it in kind. <laughs> you pay for it in kind, you know? Um, I know. So going so, forward, what are mm-hmm. your goals now for your relationship? I guess my question is, I think I saw that he was retiring from the service. Yes. So does he plan to stay home and just annoy you? <laughs> Or does he have plans? 
in terms of what he's going to do in this new chapter because he's still very young. Yes. What is so his, what is he going been, to do? What are you guys going home, to do together? He's been home since October. Right. Yes. And he has not annoyed me as yet. He has been very, very supportive. Yes. Um, he has taken a lot, of the, uh, a lot of responsibility away from me. Based on the economy right now, he is looking for a job and he will get through because he has his skill sets. But we're in a comfortable place. And as I said, well, you know, as a fact, right now we're painting. Yes. We're into plants. We're doing our plants. We're trying to figure out to go into a business to start um, rearing dragon fruit. Yes. <laughs> and we still have our daughters here with us. Yes. I sacrificed a lot for him and the children throughout. And so they know now it's my time. Because so, I actually want to start my master's. Whilst he was in the service, he was able to get his degree, get his customs license, do different things. And I gave, allowed him, well, should I say allowed him? It just happened that way that he was able to do it and I was there supporting him. So now he knows what I want to do and he says, point blank, he's here to support me. We want to retire like between 55 and 60 entirely. Yes. Because we still want to have some time to spend together to do different things. So we... Like travel, we don't know when yes. we're going to be able to travel with COVID again. Um, yeah. Just be able to do nothing, not think about, oh my goodness, I have to get up in the morning to go to work. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then we are, we're assuming too, we may get grandchildren at 55. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> You're prepping a little, you know, what can happen there? Yeah. Yeah. So we have our home. We're okay. That's the best way to say it. We're okay. We're not, we're not rich, but we're rich. We're not rich financially, but we're wealthy. In the sense that we have each other, we have the girls, we have great support lines, we have great friends. And if you know us and you're part of our circle, you'll know that we're always willing to help persons as well and yes. be there for persons. Um, we, we've been through so many things together. My mom died a few years ago. Then my dad got very ill and he was bedridden for almost two years. And... I have to go back. The support that I got from Sheldon was amazing because at one point, Sheldon was managing our home on his own while I was managing daddy's home yes. um, financially. So that's why I say we, we've had things that, have, that should have broken us, but mm-hmm. kept us together. And uh, goals, we're looking forward to when we could just say, okay, let's just relax now. What is the best... I know you've said it in, in different ways in terms of Sheldon and the, the support that he's given. But if you were to describe him in a nutshell, in terms of the best of him, that I'm sure you've said to him already, but you may want to repeat. What would you say that you've loved the most about him? He's real. He's genuine. He's loyal. Mm-hmm. He's real. So... As we close, if you, if there is a woman listening, like I said at the very start, mm-hmm. who has sort of given up on this thing, she's heard all the stories of, you don't choose, right? You're a bad chooser. <laughs> she's had bad experiences with men who were not consistent. They weren't loyal. And she just thinks that I give up. This does not work. We are here to say that it does. It can once you, once you what? Be yourself. Be real. Don't try to be somebody or not. Don't try to give more than is being given to you. Yeah. You will find the person, you know, but it give, it's a give and take. Yeah. Tolerance, patience, and you're never too old. And not the first person that comes along. Well, okay, so the person has passed that stage, right? Yeah. But 
enjoy life and what is for you will find you along the way mm-hmm. and don't harp on the past the past is the past don't compare the one in front of you with the two that have gone yes yeah yeah ensure that you know what you want and i think i'm also hearing that sense of your relationship does not or having a relationship doesn't have to complete you it's not the be all and the end no. all it's about learning who you are knowing what you want living that life like you said mm-hmm. you're single until you're married so enjoy mm-hmm. your singleness but don't mm-hmm. give up hope this is what mm-hmm. this episode is about don't give up the hope that successful relationships do exist mm-hmm. we know that if they're not magic they're not magical mm-hmm. it doesn't work without challenges but don't live your life with this negative thing mm-hmm. about all man this relationships are not going to work i'm never going to i don't want you to think like that this is why we're having remove, this discussion today remove the negativity and let me tell you all something you know something i did not say and maybe i should have said it very you see your hands coming together and your knees touching that ground mm play a very important part. You see that big man up there, you call Papa God? Mm-hmm. Go to him. Mm-hmm. Go to him before you go to the friend. Mm-hmm. Go to him and say, I need, help me. I need your guidance. Mm-hmm. So I pray plenty too, Kathy. And I think you know that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that is a very, very important part in ensuring that we get what we want out there. Yeah. So, Jeline, thank you so very much for taking the time to chat with me. I enjoyed this conversation with you, and I know... <laughs> I, feel, I, I feel I was all over the place. No, you were great. You were great. So, thank you so, so very much. All right, Kathy. No problem. Anytime. Thank you for listening to Conversations with Kathy. If you like the show, be sure to subscribe, rate, and review. It helps others just like you to find the show. And if you want to connect with me, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram as Kathy Ann Roach or in my Facebook group, Conversations with Kathy, where we connect live, discuss the episodes and share tips for improving our lives. So until next time.